0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to podcast number four of the Platonic Gigolo. I'm Mark Landy, your host and personal secretary to Binghamton, the Platonic Gigolo. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by the makers of Crap Coffee from Deregulated Mills. You're an up-and-coming, aggressive young executive on the rise. Up the corporate ladder. Pour yourself a cup of crap. Crap Coffee. You deserve it. Crap Coffee from Deregulated Mills. Available at fine retailers everywhere and by Fakubratzi Enterprise's wondrous new invention, the A-Hole Reversal Spray. Transform the A-Hole in your life into a lovable person once again. With just a spritz, it's bye-bye, A-Hole, and hello, old friend. The A-Hole Reversal Spray by Fakubratzi Enterprises. Available at fine retailers everywhere. Sometimes dreams do come true and sometimes our dreams are not dreams at all. The unusual thing about dreams is the way that they segue into other dreams, and when we feel that a dream is a portent, symbolically meaningful or just plain mixed images, or what I call cinema dreams. Cinema dreams can be just like a movie. Pick any genre. Most of us have experienced all movie categories in our sleeping lives, haven't you? But then there are people who have an altogether different personal experience that is an epiphany for them. It's when they experience visiting another place and time in their dreams that feels like home. Such is the case with this podcast edition, number four in our series, The Platonic Jigolo. The reason why I am speaking about dreams is the latter category, a place and time within a dream that feels like home. What one can call a possible past-life memory— appearing in glimpses over time within our dreams. Binghamton told me recently about a client of his who had pursued his past life dreams to the point of putting together an actual outline of who he had been in history, and this brings me to the story that I am about to relay to you all on today's podcast edition of the Platonic Gigolo. It is titled The Past Life Portrait, and Binghamton's In this tale, for the sake of anonymity, we shall refer to as General R., USMC Retired. As General R. is used to being a leader, it would seem natural that in his past life he would also have been a leader. I mean, logic is logic in any age. But let me now relate to you the story that Binghamton told me recently over a coffee and a pleasant walk through one of our city's fine parks. It began when he received a call from a professional colleague of his who ran a modeling and acting agency that we'll call New Stars, again for the sake of anonymity. ranita not her real name, is a professional agent and does, when the appropriate job comes across her desk, give our good man Binghamton a call. That day, a job came across her desk that was perfect for Binghamton. Renita looked up Binghamton's phone number and called straight away with the offer. As Binghamton related the story to me, it went a little something like this. "'Bing, honey, how are you, you gorgeous man, you?' Binghamton replied that it was good to hear from Renita, his favorite agent. "'Listen, hon, I've got this client who needs just the right sort of professional for a really strange job.' "'He lives up in the hills, and guess what? "'You'll be working with Giles Cortland Vance, "'the hottest portrait painter since John Singer Sargent. "'Wanna hear more?' Binghamton knew exactly who Giles Cortland Vance is, "'and enjoyed his portrait work very much. "'The comparison to Vance and Sargent was an accurate one, "'and he was a little surprised that Renita even knew "'who either Sargent or Vance was. "'Her knowledge of art was what she saw proffered on QVC or HSN, "'but knowing people and their talents were her bread and butter.' He told Renita to fire away. He was all ears. There's this retired military guy, former top brass in the Marine Corps. He's been on a past-life kick for a while, and, well, to get right to it, he's hired Vance to paint his portrait, his past-life portrait, as a Roman general during the time that Marcus Aurelius was emperor of Rome. You, and another of my beauties, would be hired to pose beside him in the portrait as his trusted lieutenants. It all sounds so exciting to me, so Cecil B. DeMille... Binghamton told her that it sounded like an interesting opportunity, and that he would be interested. He would do some research as to the client, as is customary with his business, and make the necessary security precautions, as is also necessary. For in Binghamton's line of work, as he always told me, being business savvy means listening to your intuition, and having the means to protect one's business, in this case, himself. In my line of work, Mark, you can't just accept any offer that presents itself no matter how tantalizing. I can remember Bing telling me this clearly. I'll email all of the details to you, and of course the contract, you know, the usual. If it all adds up for you, honey, just sign the contract and fax it back to me before Friday of this week. This is one job that I wouldn't ask just anyone in my talent file to do. Besides, you're perfect for it. Call me afterwards and let me know how it went. You know, I can't wait to hear all about it. The day of the job came, and Binghamton showed up early, as he had to meet the client and be accepted for the position which the client wanted to do in person. After the meeting, he got the nod from the client for the job, met his co-worker on the project, and had to go to costuming for a fitting, as well as makeup, so as to be prepared for the role. He had to meet the painter and have a few photographs taken when in costume, as this would help the artist complete his work. He would also have to have the lighting set up by the artist for the maximum effect of the painting. Once Binghamton and his co-worker were costumed and ready for the artist's brush, as it were, it was then that they were to be positioned for the portrait by the artist himself. Upon seeing the client enter the room, costumed and ready to be positioned by the artist for the portrait himself, was a stirring experience. It was actually like being back in time, in which the portrait was set. The client, General R., was professional and very serious, and that this Roman general from the past was really and truly who he had been in a past life. All was going along quite well, and even the light coming through the windows of the room where they were working was cooperating. The job went without a hitch, and for the required number of days it took Giles Cortland Vance to complete the portrait. Binghamton told me it was a great job, and that when he was in costume and in position for the artist's brush, he really felt a strange sense of the past come to life. He thought that standing beside the retired general those days had had a haunting quality to it, that still follows him to this day. Later, at the private unveiling party, everyone was thrilled with the outcome. Even Renita at the agency had received a letter from the client about how very happy he was with Binghamton— and his co-worker's services for the project. He had another job offer for Binghamton, Renita had delightfully told him over the phone. The general was retaining the artistic services of Mr. Giles Cortland Vance again, and this time for his wife, who also wanted her past-life portrait painted. In this portrait, the general's wife would be none other than Helen of Troy. "'You're interested, aren't you, Binghamton? Please say yes. I can't think of anyone better for the job.' "'What part am I to play in the portrait?' Binghamton asked her. "'Why, one of her paramours, of course.' "'Did you take the job?' I asked Bing. "'Of course I did,' he answered me. "'Do you think I would have missed the chance to be part of history?' "'No, you wouldn't, Bing,' I answered him, "'since you're such an interesting part of it.' Our pleasant afternoon walk in the park had come to an end, But after hearing Binghamton's story that afternoon, I was left with so many questions and ideas. And with that ends this edition of the Many Adventures of the Platonic Gigolo. I hope you'll stay tuned for our next episode, and please tell your friends and family about us. This is Mark Landy, Personal Secretary to Binghamton and your host, on the Adventures of the Platonic Gigolo, thanking you for listening. And before we close out tonight, I'd like to hand it over to our Interstellar Afterlife Network, for our closing words of wisdom from Betty Davis. Betty, over to you. My young male co-star appeared stark naked from his trailer on the studio lot yesterday. He was quite intoxicated and sexually aroused. Upon seeing me, he asked, rather pleased with himself, "'What do you think?' I said, "'Not much.'